Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Can you believe there's only a few weeks left of 2021? Welcome to the Win Big Podcast, episode 98. I'm your host, Katie Gowdy, and today I'll be making good on our annual tradition of sharing a recap on my goals for this year and what I'm hoping next year will have in store. This is our last episode of the year, so stay tuned for a little preview of what's coming to the Win Big Podcast in 2022. Over in the show notes, you can find a link to our freshly updated, easy to print planning worksheets to help you figure out what you want to achieve in 2022. They'll be, as always, at thewin.co slash podcast. So let's start then this week with a little recap of my goals for 2021. There were four of them. Um, some of them went better than others, which, let's be honest, has been true every year that I have made goals and talked about them on this podcast and probably every year before that, but I don't have such accurate records because I wasn't making podcast episodes about them. But anyway, my first goal for 2021 was to set better boundaries on my work time um, with an overall goal of working less in 2021. And I definitely worked less in 2021 than I did in 2020. It actually was a difficult year it got pretty messy in the middle and I didn't actually do very much work at all in August and the beginning of September, um, a lot of July as well. I was struggling. So I wasn't doing much work because I was busy just trying to be a person. If you were listening to episodes around then, I'm sure there were some updates um, and hints and so on in, in the episodes that I shared at that time. So you maybe already know. You'll be glad to hear things are much better now. But what I have noticed is that now that I'm feeling better and the world has been a little bit more normal um, over the last few months, things always get a bit scarier again at the end of the year. But aside from that, things have been a bit more normal. So life has started to get really busy again, which means that doing this recap has been a very good reminder um, for me to just keep setting those boundaries on my work time, she says, recording this at 10 p.m. on a Sunday night. But, you know, mostly it's going it's going fairly OK. Um, and also next year's goals, I'm going to write them up on my notice board so that I don't forget about them and I don't need to wait until my recap in December to remind me what my goals for the year were. Um, I don't know how I forgot to do that for 2021 because I usually do that, but I missed it. So I'm going to do it for 2022. 
My second goal for 2021 was to have more scalable services. So to focus more on courses and things which I could deliver to lots of people at the same time, rather than working on website projects and so on, which I could only deliver to one person at a time. And I really tried on this one. I did the best that I could do. I did a bunch of launches with my training course, the All In When Marketing Method, with varying levels of success. And the lack of success in many of those launches really difficult for me. It really kind of wrecked my mental health because I tied up a lot of my sense of self and the value that like it felt as though when a launch didn't go very well, that was basically everybody saying, well, we don't really value you, Katie. You're not, you're not really worth spending money on. You're a terrible person, which is not true. It's just what it felt like. And obviously it's quite a difficult thing to feel. So it wasn't the only thing that was making me struggle, but I did struggle when they didn't go very well. So what I've learned this year is that live launches and I do not go well together. Um, and on the other side of things, so there was the all-in-one marketing method, but I also wanted to work on the Instagram masterclass. And eventually the Instagram masterclass is now underway and all of those workshops are available individually or a bundle um, of them is available too. You've heard updates about this on the podcast as well, but those are going to be available on Evergreen um, rather than running them live every single time. So people will be able to access them on demand. And I'm really excited about the opportunity for that um, uh, and how that is going to be scalable, um, but not make me feel like I want to curl up in a ball under my duvet and never leave the house again. So I'm excited about that development, but more on that subject when we talk about my goals for next year, because there's there's loads of things I've got in mind to do um, on that side of things. There were some other things I thought I might do as well this year that were sort of scalable services. Um, one was a virtual office um, and one was a podcast sponsorship. And the virtual office, those of you who are listening at the beginning of last year may remember, it was on Discord and I loved it for two or three months. It was honestly a lifeline during that first lockdown of 2021, well, the only lockdown of 2021, but right at the beginning. Um, but community building is not actually something which comes naturally to me. So when I was in the midst of my own sort of mental health roller coaster, it wasn't something I was able to prioritize. I'm so grateful for everyone who was part of it, but that branch of the win, the virtual office, is officially mothballed for now. And with the podcast ads and sponsorship and that kind of thing, that's still something I've opened to, but with the reduced working capacity that I've been talking about and having less time and less energy last year to do any kind of work, I really just wasn't able to make that a priority. So it's still on the list of possibilities, but it's not something I am actively pursuing now. Um, it may be something I've had a little bit of a think about next year's podcast format and how that might work. But anyway, more on that to come. Goal three of the year was to pay myself better. Um, I had a little bit of a look back at my records to see how this went. There were definitely some months where I paid myself better than I had in 2020. So that was very exciting. But because I didn't do that much work over the summer, there wasn't all that much money to be paying myself better with. Um, so there's been a bit less income and some expenses increased and some didn't decrease as much as I thought. I muddled through. We'll see how it goes this year. It's it's okay. It's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. 
And goal four, finally, was to focus on only working on work that brings me joy. And and one of the reasons for that was that I was doing a lot of extra work, which wasn't filling me with joy, which was making me really stressed. And because there were so many other crappy things going on at the time, I didn't have any spare energy to kind of absorb that stress. And so everything was just kind of awful. And now... I have less of that, I have more capacity to absorb stress, but I'm not actually using it because all the clients I have at the moment and the projects I'm working on and the ideas that I am kind of putting together, I really like all of it. So yes, of course, when I was reflecting earlier on, on the first goal, I was saying, I do need to get a bit better balance back in terms of working fewer hours, but it's not because I'm not enjoying the projects I'm working on. It's just because I kind of need to take a little bit more care for myself and and rest a little bit more. It's not because I'm not enjoying the work that I'm doing. So I would say on goal four, smashed it, knocked it out of the park. Couldn't be happier with how that one went. So overall, the goals for 2021 were a little bit mixed in terms of the results. Some things went really well. Some things went differently than expected. Some things didn't go so well at all, but... I, reflecting on the year, I'm proud of what I did manage to achieve. Um, And even though a bunch of that was just surviving, that's okay with me. So that is last year over and done with. Now let's talk about what's coming up. I've got four big picture goals for the business in 2022, and I'm really excited to tell you about them. Let's get into it. Goal number one So I've got one more spot available for long-term hands-on marketing support for small business or charity. So my first goal of the year is to get that spot filled. You will remember from the first part of this episode that scalable services really didn't work out for me this year. And so instead of that, I've actually found some satisfaction, quite a lot of satisfaction working one-on-one with a much smaller number of clients over two or four days a month to make strategic plans with them, create content for them and set up their marketing tools and systems for them to kind of publish that content and connect it all together so that it really supports the business. And I've really, really loved doing that with the with the clients I'm working with at the moment. And I have one more spot for a client like that. So if that sounds cool to you or you think anyone you know might need a hand, feel free to reach out. But of course, I mentioned this on the podcast just to let you know. It's my goal for the year to find one more client of this kind. So I've got plans for doing more outreach and doing more online and face-to-face networking in 2022 so that I can do my best to find the right business to fill that last spot. Goal number two, last year's launch-focused approach has really put me off launching, maybe forever, but I still really love creating training programs and workshops that are affordable even for the earliest stage businesses. I know not everyone can afford to work with a hands-on marketing consultant for two or more days a month, So I still want to be able to offer more affordable workshops and programs. So my second goal for the year is actually going to be looking at marketing automations so that um, website visitors will go through, you know, you sign up for a a free download or something like that on the website. um, And that takes you through 
a series of emails which add value to the thing you've downloaded and give you lots of information about products and services which might be useful to you. Um, And so we convert website visitors into customers without needing to run short-term launches. And this, if you listen to episode 97, last week's episode, this is what Kenda and I were talking about in that episode. And if you listen to it, you probably noticed I am so excited about this approach and the potential it has um, for the business. So I cannot wait to see this one develop over the course of the next year. And as I go along, you will, I'm certain, be hearing updates and ideas about how it's progressing and how it's working and um, some insights on how you might do similar sorts of things for your own business as well, because marketing automation is a really well, I mean, it's a fancy word for like email marketing, but there's so much we can do with it um, without necessarily needing a super complex technical setup. So I'll be excited to get into that with you guys during some of 2022's episodes. My third goal for the year concerns the all-in-twin marketing method. I'm sure most of you are familiar with it anyway. Obviously, I mentioned it earlier in the episode, um, but if not, this is the 12-week training program that I was launching last year. This is the program I was trying to sell in those live launches. And the people who did purchase it have lifetime access. So the content's not going anywhere. But I do want to look at how to transition it either into an evergreen program or a sort of one-to-one project I can do with clients instead so that the content is still there and people can still use it and access it. But also I'm still able to make it available to new people as well, just without doing live launches. So that is on the cards for a little later in this year, to uh, next year rather, to figure out how that is going to work, what that's going to look like. But stick around and there will be updates probably in the spring as to what that might look like for the rest of 2022. And finally, goal number four is to do something fresh with this little old podcast. We are nearly at 100 episodes, which blows my mind. We're well over two years running the podcast, started in September 2019. Um, and so that's really cool. That's kind of like middle-aged for a podcast these days. Lots of people are starting podcasts. There's not so many people who've already been running a podcast for two years. So think of myself as a little bit of an expert. I'm joking. I'm not an expert, but I am having a really good time. I'm so incredibly proud of all of the episodes that we've published on the podcast so far. But I also have a lot of ideas for things that I could be doing, which don't fit neatly into the current format. So in January, there'll be two special episodes, episode 99 and 100, which will be celebrating that sort of 100th episode milestone. And then after those two episodes, there's going to be kind of a longer hiatus as we prepare um, some new content, new formats, new ideas, bring some new stuff in um, and just kind of take enough of a break that we can really reassess and do something cool with the podcast um, later in 2022. So not a lot later. Um, I don't have fixed dates, but I think it'll only be a couple of months. So maybe no podcast in February and March next year, but there'll definitely be two episodes in January and there will be updates on Instagram and in the email newsletter. So make sure you're either following me on Instagram or sign up to the email newsletter. Those details are in the show notes if you need them. And then you'll be able to hear when our next episodes are going to be out. And of course, if you're subscribed to the podcast on your podcast app, then that will notify you when new episodes of the podcast come up as well. So you won't miss them. 
But with those two episodes in January, one is going to be a super fun greatest hits compilation with some clips from the best of the last 50 episodes. So that'll be a part two because I did a greatest hits of the first 50 episodes. And now we're going to do a greatest hits of the second 50 episodes. And then the other one of those two episodes, episode 100, is going to have some follow up interviews with some of our earliest guests on the podcast. So a few people who I spoke to in 2019, mostly I will be re-interviewing them to find out what they've been up to in the last couple of years. And I'm sure that you guys will be looking forward to hearing from those guys just as much as I am. If you haven't listened to their episodes yet, I may re-release some of them during our um, new content hiatus so that your podcast feed is not sad and empty without us. Um, And you can hear the sort of original story from those people who've given updates. But as I mentioned, for the rest of the year, we at the podcast team have been coming up with a few ideas of what we might do differently. But we'd actually really like to hear from you. In the show notes this week, you'll find a link to our first ever podcast listener survey, which I'm really, really excited about. There's a bunch of different questions in there about who you are, what you're interested in. Um, in terms of the podcast, what you've liked on the podcast before, all sorts of different stuff. And anyone who takes the time to complete it will get a discount voucher of £10 off any of our Instagram training workshops. Those are normally £35. So £10 off is good. That takes it back to our earlier prices for one-off workshops. So, you know, real bargain. Um, It's worth spending a few minutes of your time just to get that £10 off. And so you can find that, as I say, in the show notes. Those are at thewin.co slash podcast. And I'll also put a cheeky link in the episode description in your show notes, in your podcast app. So if the links there are clickable, you can go straight to the Google form from the podcast description um, in your podcast app as well and get your £10 discount code when you're done. So before I say goodbye, let's do a quick recap. My goals for 2021, like every year really, have been a bit hit and miss. And my new goals for 2022 are, number one, to fill one final spot for hands-on marketing support. Number two, to integrate marketing automation into the Huynh's big picture marketing strategy. Number three, to update the all in Huynh marketing method to a new, more sustainable format. And number four, to refresh the Win Big podcast with an updated format and lots of exciting new content in 2022. You can find links to our planning worksheets, the listener survey in the show notes at thewhin.co slash podcast. This has been episode 98 of the Win Big podcast. Thanks for listening. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.